Welcome back to a new episode of Empathy Always Wins. My name is Ali Salama, Ali Salama in Arabic, and I'm really, really excited to be sharing this episode with you because this guest that we are about to be hosting is one of the most incredible people that I've had the opportunity to speak to. Not only has she toured with Kendrick Lamar as an audio engineer, but her experience in life living out in LA is very different to the perspectives that we've had on the show before. And I'm really honored to just bring more diverse thoughts into the show and sort of allow us, you know, people living around the world, that perspective into knowing perhaps what it feels like to be around some great people like Kendrick Lamar or one of the top content creators in the world, Jay Shetty, that makes absolutely great, great, great material um, and are very known to be very dedicated to their craft. I feel that being a young person, very eager to be motivated and find inspiration, that this episode really, really, really had a big impact on me. So without further ado, our guest goes by the name of Emily Capshaw. She is an actress, a content creator. She has over a quarter million followers on TikTok, and she has quite an interesting story when it comes to leading her life and really sharing those philosophies on social media. So without further ado, this is our guest, Emily Capshaw. And before we head into our episode today, this song is called Daydream. It's by my really good friend, Ash, and it would mean a lot if you'd stream it on all streaming platforms. All right, let's head into our episode. Emily, thank you so much for joining Empathy Always Wins. Uh, I, I mean, I was just talking about how uh, different sort of your background is to it's a lot of the guests that usually come here but I like to always you know reach out to people with different backgrounds different perspectives different journeys I think they were all human and uh, before I just get started I just uh, want to ask uh, who's Emily and uh, and why does she use social media and 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 what's a little bit about her that really no one no one's tapped into before yeah, that's a great question. A good place to start. Um, and I think the question of of who are you for anybody, like the question of who am I, is the best question to ask because <laughs> that's what I always am encouraging everyone. Like, who are you? Like, really question it. Like, don't just assume because there's all these things on the surface that I could say about my story. You know, I'm I'm an artist. I'm someone who makes film. Um, who who creates content, content with a message behind it, a message that hopefully inspires people to to step into a better more joyful, fulfilling life that that's available to you. And it starts from within that, that everything you need to be fully happy in this life is inside of you. But often we don't have the tools or we don't know where to start to really find that and to bring that richness into the quality of our life. And so as someone who has worked in many different entertainment industries. I worked in the music industry as an audio engineer for a long time. Wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> different worlds. Um, yeah. I toured with a lot of rappers. The last big tour I did was with Kendrick Lamar. That's always a fun thing to throw out there because people are like, what? <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> wow. Yeah. 
So that was a different world and um, learned a lot in that experience and, and just has, have spent like my whole young adult years just trying different artistic worlds and mediums and really trying to find where I, where I fit and what makes sense for me. And, and through that, there can be that pursuit of identity. Who am I? What do I, what do I tell people when they ask what you do and who you are? Um, so there are all the, all those different things that I could tap into about my story and, um, but beyond underneath all of that, I'm a human being trying to live an adventurous, fulfilling life and, and communicate what I learned through art and through story, um, through different mediums and to, to connect with people in that way and bring, bring us more into unity with each other and, and support and love of each other. Yeah. And I mean, you know, you, you do use social media in, in many different ways and that's, sort of what I, you know, doing a little bit of research around your work. I, I love how you use different platforms, ta tailoring the same message, but uh, connecting with different people across different platforms. And uh, I mean, really what I, what I want to ask you here is how have you found, you know, your reinvention process to be like, how, how has that mm -hmm. been? Where, where did it start? And perhaps walk us through, uh, the first time you try to figure things out and you, you, we yeah. both know how it just, you stumble, you fall, you stumble, you fall. And, you know, what was, what was something that you kind of learned along the way? I mean, you're out in LA, you, you meet a ton of people from tons of different backgrounds. And I didn't know that you, you toured with Kendrick, that, that, that's something that blew my mind, but yeah, <laughs> I, I can definitely, you know, I can definitely just only estimate the other things that you've done like how did that process start yeah I mean, we're making this this feeling inside of looking for purpose, like wanting to find that thing that feels like, oh, I'm doing what I meant to do. And we spend a lot of our younger years looking for what that thing is and chasing that feeling of excitement, of passion. And when we feel it, we're like, oh, this feels good, like more of this. But it's kind of this moving target, this game of like, what what am I here to do? What What makes me feel my best? And for me, it was very clear early on that that was somewhere in the artistic realm. Like I tried to play sports as a kid and that was not it. <laughs> sports was not for me. Like I, I think of when the year I played basketball, I made one basket like the whole year was, and everybody was like, yes, Emily did it. Like, I was like, okay, no, moving on. So it was always art for me, but I loved so many things like acting was big for me. I actually studied acting in college. Um, I have my degree, my BFA in acting and, and loved the theater, grew up in the theater doing dance and songwriting and music and writing poetry. Like I was always imaginative and creating and storytelling as a kid. And often I tell people like, if you don't know what you want to do in this life, think about what you did when you were a kid. Think about what lit you up when you were just playing. Cause we kind of learn as we get older that we're supposed to like be adulting yeah. now and, and find something very serious to do. What like is adulting? I still feel that we're all kids just in bigger bodies. Like we <laughs> throw tantrums, like kids, we get our feelings hurt. We want to be special. Like we want to be loved. It's all the same stuff. We just have bigger bodies now, but 
so it's finding that play again, like what, what feels like play and, and a lot of things brought me that joy. So I was like, I got swept up in the music world and, and started touring and that was super fun. And, but then that kind of ran its course. And that's the thing that's tricky is like, sometimes that excitement comes and then it dies out and you're like, Oh, whoa, this used to excite me. And now it doesn't, what happened? And sometimes we're fed this story that life is this like linear path where you pick one thing and you do it every day until you die and you should be happy the whole time and never think about anything else. And that's not how it is for most people. We go through these seasons where something's really exciting and then we explore it and we're naturally explorers. We want to see what else is out there. So we we do it and then we're like, cool, that was fun. What else? And then we want to try something different. And we feel shame about that because we're kind of told, no, pick one thing and just be that be that identity forever and I've always been someone that resisted that I've I've been many identities I've been you know the theater actress I've been the touring audio engineer I've been the songwriter I did the whole songwriting thing out here in LA um I've been like now I'm kind of in this wellness content creator thing and like, like the mental health girl. And that's like a piece you of me, go, but it's girl. not the whole you thing. Go, you go. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> these are all pieces of myself, but not the whole story. And so why not do it all? Why not play all the parts and, and do whatever brings you joy and feel okay when that shifts. And, mm. and so that's been a big, a big center for me is, is just being, okay with those shifts and allowing myself to to move with it and listen when that excitement goes away and and you feel like now you're just doing something and it doesn't bring you joy anymore listen to that and be curious like whoa what happened where'd the joy go how can I find it again what what pivots and shifts do I need to make to to stay in that excitement yeah have you ever felt hard being accepted by others during all this shifting yeah, I mean, a social media presence will definitely do that too. As soon as I started gaining like a good amount of followers, um, the hate comes and everyone has something to say and about you and how you should be from my appearance to like certain messages that I'm sharing. And that, that's that been tough for me. But the thing that has helped me with that is realizing that there is no like old ultimate truth in this life that is applies to everyone at all times because everything's always shifting everybody's in a different moment in life and and something that could be really exactly what one person needs to hear like could be the opposite of what another person needs to hear for example like there's a lot of messages of do more hustle, like work hard, be consistent. And that could be really good for some people who are stuck and having a hard time getting motivated. There could be other people who are total workaholics and they're burnout and they're stressed and they're doing way too much. And when recover, you know, those are opposite messages, but both can be really true and helpful. And so anytime you go out and put your voice out there and have something to say, there's going to be people that that really doesn't resonate with them. And you can take that in yourself and feel like, oh, I shouldn't have said that. Like it, it could hurt someone or, and then you're just going to silence yourself and be afraid to speak. And so there's this surrender to the fact that I will share my message that feels true to me and it will find the people who need it. And I can trust people to filter out what doesn't resonate with them. So I would say that too, as people listening and consuming all this information on the internet, trust what doesn't sit with you. Cause just cause someone's like, this changed my life and this is amazing. 
if that doesn't feel like it's good for you, forget it, ignore it. And I tell that to my followers all the time. Like, don't take anything I say as just the ultimate truth. Filter it through your intuition and trust like what doesn't vibe with you. Yeah. And I mean, like, I mean, uh, there, there's a couple of things I really want to sort of dive into here, but you have met, you know, uh, quite significant people that are doing, I would say, great and impactful work and, and yeah. noticeable work like Jay Shetty, Kendrick mm-hmm. and, and other people. What have you learned? Like, what's one thing that you maybe find a common thread in, in, in all of them? I mean, you've obviously taken huge strides over the past year, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's a great, great question. And it makes me think of like one of the last days I was on the Kendrick tour um, and I was kind of questioning if I wanted to do that anymore because it was kind of, it was the biggest tour of the year. It was like, there's there's no going up from there. And I was questioning if that's really what I wanted to do. And I knew that I, as a writer and as an artist, I I wanted to be the one sharing what I had to say, not the one like mixing someone else's voice. Like I wanted to share my voice and I felt like everybody's like, oh, this is so cool. You're so successful. And it didn't feel right to me. And I remember having a conversation with Kendrick's personal photographer who followed him around all the time and was with him all the time. And he and I became friends and we were sitting and I asked him kind of that same question, like, what have you learned being around like an icon like that all the time what have you noticed about the way that he is and he told me that his dedication to his craft is like it is the utmost priority and just he gives a hundred and ten percent of everything to that craft no matter what Mm -hmm. and people don't realize like to get to that level of success the amount of dedication and focus it takes um a lot of times our energy is really split all over the place and we're doing a lot of different things at once and you know there's it's really important to assess where your energy is going and seeing how you can streamline that and focus it in because the key to success with anything is that disciplined consistent focus and it's not like one big move it's that little thing every single day just showing up again and again and again and again and just knocking at that thing over and over relentlessly pushing through all the moments when it feels like nothing's happening, tapping into patience and that consistency and just Mm -hmm. staying focused. And I'm a firm believer that if you can practice focused attention, which is something that is rare, a rare quality these days when our attention is being pulled all over the place, um, it's it's important to practice what it looks like to just be fully focused on something. And if you have that focus and that consistency, any door will open to you, anything you want. It's just sticking to that. And the people that you see being really successful, that's what they're doing. And even just on a small scale, what happened with me with TikTok this past year, um, I gained like a quarter of a million followers in like two months. And it's because I was posting three to five times a day, every day for like five months straight. And that's just, and it, nothing happened for the first couple months of that. I was like, why am I doing this? Like no one's seeing my videos, but then it just tipped and then it just started going off. And it looks like an overnight success from the outside, but it's not. It's that consistency over and over and over. Wow. That's a lot to swallow. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that, like, that, I mean, you don't kind of realize how much, first of all, let's just like appreciate the fact that what you're doing is incredible, 
but only you feel it because sometimes you just have to take the action. You just have to do it yourself. And I feel that, you know, this show is mainly aimed at young leaders that typically want to, you know, take a, take a step forward and, 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 and implement the change that they want to see happen in the world. So, you know, I, I find in many ways your, your, your words resonate, especially to me, because I mean, I'm the first Arab young dude to speak about male, to speak about mental health. And, you know, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm where you're at at the moment, but, you know, I suddenly got verified because I gave it a go. And I realized that just because consistency is, and consistent messaging and consistent uh, actions, I, I, I couldn't reinforce your words. And I think that, um, we aren't really, we don't know the power of sticking to something you really believe in f when you don't see results. And I think that mm -hmm. for people listening, especially to you from someone who's been around some icons, I, I, I feel that that really, really hits. I mean, it really hit home for me. And I also want to bring about your theater background because I feel that, you know, all what we're saying is good in, in retrospect, but sometimes people just don't think that they're creative. Like I just know so many people. I went to business school. Okay. Like I, mm -hmm. I wasn't, you know, my mental health advocacy and all work is from a personal story, but I know so many people that don't think that they're creative. And I, and I see that that being an absolute strength of yours. How, how do you, how can you work on creativity? How can you, mm. how can you, how can you harness that? How can you, yeah wake up one day and, and tell yourself, you know what, I'm not creative as hell, but I'm actually going to take this damn step and I'm going to work on it. Cause I, yeah. I, that's what we don't hear. I, I, I've never heard someone talk about how to be more creative. I love that question. That's a great question. And there's a few different things that I want to touch on in there. One is that everyone is inherently creative. It, it might just be in a way that looks different than what you think creative creativity should look like because by nature the human being is a creative being like that's what we're doing every day is we have this amazing mind that can imagine and dream up anything and then we can make it a reality that's creative that is what that's you're creating something like you're using this amazing divine power to bring it's magic you're taking it something <laughs> that doesn't exist and making something so even if it's not like the arts, you know, like <laughs> that is creative. And so that's just something I think that to just get past that mental block of like, everyone's creative. You are creative. It's just finding what's your magic superpower. And, and I think the actual practice of it comes down to two ingredients. One being skill, putting in the work to, become a master of a certain skill. And we live in a world where we want everything super quick now and to just immediately be like, oh, I'm just this and I'll just jump right into it. And that's not how skill is. It takes a lot of work and practice to become a master at something. And so that's one piece. And then the other piece is learning how to tap into a flow of something that's kind of has a magical, mystical quality to it where true artists, 
they're like channeling something bigger than themselves and you let the art speak through you. So you become this like tool, this, this like really well polished machine that can create something with your skill. And then you learn how to like get out of your head with it and just let things come through you. And that's, that's the practice of, of true artistic genius is being able to not let it come from your mind and just let something just be poured through the art and it'll come out in this really beautiful unique way because of your skills so it's it's that balance between those two things that makes like genius artistry and anyone can do it it's not mm. like you just get the magical like talent fairy who comes and decides <laughs> that it's you <laughs> like it's I available so, to all of us <laughs> i laugh so hard when you say that because uh, you know until you do something and until you know you have those followers or until you get those results people look at you and, and you're like no i'm the same guy. i just tapped into that and they're like well what yeah. did you tap into i'm just you, you well you answered i just tapped into what you just said the skill and the the, the, the magical divine it's just relentless practice and then you yeah. just find flow and I yeah. think there's a book I'm reading right now. It's actually recommended by a friend. It's called The Practice by Seth Godin. I don't know if you've heard of it, but mm-hmm. it is literally, it is literally mm-hmm. what you're just talking no. about. It's literally what you're talking about. Um, but mm. all right, my last, my last, Beautiful. my last thing, um, I really w- would love to sort of uh, get get to here uh, in our conversation is, what do you do on a on a continuous basis to harness your mindset, your your, your Emily, your, your sharpen that saw. What do you do? Yeah. That's a great question too. Great questions. You're really good at this, by the way, you have a super (laughs) soothing voice and ask great questions. Like keep doing this. It's really good. Um, Yeah. So to answer that for me, and I harp on people about this all the time, it's, it's imperative to have a morning practice. That first window of your day is really crucial because if you want to shift your life, we have to look at that on a small scale because your life consists of moments, a series of moments. So we get these big ideas sometimes. They're like, I want to be this. Okay, well, in what realm of reality? Because there's only this one that's happening right now. The only thing that exists is this moment. And so instead of ideating, we can get caught up in like ideating and dreaming things up. How do you turn that dream into reality in the present moment? And so utilizing our present moments well is what over time builds a different life for yourself. And so that can be broken down into days. And the best way to maximize and get the most out of your day is how you start your day when you wake up. And so being really, really like careful about that. And I used to think that meant that I had to wake up at like five in the morning and that was really hard (laughs) for me. It doesn't. If you wake up a little later, like it's still the start to your day and you can still have a really good productive day. Some people are night owls. This is how we evolved. There had to be the watch night people (laughs) at one point for our tribes. So that's a whole nother thing of human history. But if you're a night owl, that's okay. You can still be a super successful person and sleep in. It's just when you do wake up, what are you doing to, to shift yourself into the best mindset for your day? And so finding what that practice is, it can be anything. I mean, if you start looking around the internet, you'll find a million things that people are like, this is the morning practice that will change your life. And there's so many of them, but find what works, works for you. I definitely recommend like moving your body a little bit. 
um, maybe getting some fresh air if you can to help yourself wake up, drinking a lot of water, and then finding something, a practice that can help you harness that focused attention and work on that a little bit. Um, I'm a meditation teacher, so obviously I definitely recommend meditating yeah. as the practice for that. But working, starting your day by focusing your attention and your energy and then setting a clear intention for your day. Like what, what am I going to do with this day? I've been gifted. You're not guaranteed every day. Mm. You don't know how much time you have. That's part of the, the thing about this life is we don't know how much time we have left. It can be taken from us at any moment. Mm. So if this is your last day, like, what are you going to do with it? If you really are understanding the preciousness of this day that you've been given that has limitless potential to create anything you want, yeah. maybe not instantly, but over time, like what, yeah. what do you want to do with that time? And, and starting that intention at the beginning of your day is, is crucial. That's uh yeah. I mean, I'm a, I'm, I'm a swimmer. I swam professionally for many years and I think that, uh, there's no such thing. There's nothing more powerful than habit. There's nothing more mm -hmm. powerful than habit. Yeah, All right. So final true. thing. Final thing. I really want to sort of, and it's a very short, short answer uh, question. Maybe you'd have to think about it uh, for a second there. But if I were to ask you, what's your strongest character trait? What would it be? Hmm. I think... I, I know what it is immediately. I just have to think of how to put it into words. I have a power with my presence. It's not even what I say. It's just something in, in how I am, the tone of my voice, my being, that shifts the way people feel within. Um, and, and that's something that I've known for a long time and I try to utilize in, in the things that I create of sometimes you don't have to say all the right things or, or speak to people's brains. There's an energetic exchange that the power of someone's presence can shift the presence mm. of someone else. That's, that's something I think you have too. I can oh. sense it. That's, uh, so I, uh, I think that's my, my superpower. That's absolutely beautiful. Thank you so much, Emily. I really, really, really enjoyed the conversation. I really yeah. appreciate you. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah, this was really great. Thank you. Wow. What a conversation. It's very, very, very interesting because when you reach out to people on social media, you don't understand really from a perspective of someone who's done it like only once before. Emily is the first person on the show that I reached out to that I didn't quite know before, but I was very fascinated by and I, I could say I was a fan of. Um, seeing how she makes content online but wow what a conversation how do you feel after listening to Emily say what she said about you know her mindset um, her journey I mean I, I find it very incredible how you can always reinvent yourself and part of the beauty of having to create this podcast is that we can always think differently and we can always um, shift our mindset in terms of becoming the leaders that we want to become because you know we have to grow into those people that we want to be right we have to grow into that mindset so I just want to say thank you so much Emily for sharing your time with us on Empathy Always Wins if you like this episode please make sure to rate and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts and drop a review as well on Apple 
thank you so much for giving us your time. We'll be making sure to now post two episodes a week of Empathy Always Wins. Stay tuned for more and please make sure to join Empowering Minds, which is the world's first youth leadership and wellness speaker series. I'm aiming to make this an event that will hopefully live on to help inspire our community and share knowledgeable content that basically will allow us to live this podcast experience in real life with really inspiring leaders. So thank you guys for tuning in. I'll be making sure to put Empowering Minds' link for this weekend's event on Saturday in the show notes below, and I hopefully will see you then. If you have any questions or if you have any insights on this podcast or for Empowering Minds, please feel free to reach out on Ali Salama, and I can't wait to see you. For now, I'll leave you on this note. In life and in business, empathy, compassion, and true care always wins. <laughs>